Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones, and this is episode 75 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. This week's episode is how to be more profitable. To help you set up your prices, there is a pricing spreadsheet available to download on the website. The Photography Side Hustle site isn't up yet, so you'll still need to use the 50millimeterframework.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. Just sign up for the download section. Once you've signed in, Downloads appears in the menu. Click on it and you'll get full access. Like I say, I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Okay, I'm going to go over a few things that you can refine to make yourself more profitable. First is, reduce the hours you need to finish a job. Now, reducing the time you spend on each customer is going to improve how much you make per hour. So try shorter session times. If you currently do a two-hour portrait session, cut them down to one and a half hours. If you don't feel you can do the job properly in one and a half hours, don't do this. But if you find that you are, you've got all the shots you need, three quarters of the way through your shoot, try reducing the time that you offer. If you were to reduce a two-hour session down to one and a half hours, you would have just reduced your shooting time by 25%. The price is going to stay the same as when you were shooting a two-hour session. The same money and less time equals a higher hourly rate. So it's another way to be profitable. More efficient processing can have the same effect. Over time, you do get faster at processing your images. Rather than wait, find out what shortcuts you can be using. Adobe has lots of educational videos for all its products online, Photoshop, Lightroom, everything. Whatever you use of theirs, they have free videos. When I started out, I just used Photoshop and I would do shoots with hundreds of pictures and it would take an awful long time to process them. When I got my first copy of Lightroom, which I think was version 1.1 many years ago, I could do what it took me three hours in Photoshop in about 30 minutes using Lightroom. It was amazing for me, like wedding photography. If you shoot a wedding with a thousand pictures or more, trying to do it in Photoshop would be weeks of work and it wouldn't be much fun at all. But if you get it into Lightroom, you can be doing it in a few hours. So use the right tool for the job you're going to be doing. If it saves you time, it's making you more money per hour. If you can save a few hours over a month, you can pop one extra session in. Another way to reduce your hours is to use shooting locations closer to home. Now, I used to do this a lot, traveling too far. And there were my suggestions, most of these locations. I would say, oh, no, this is a great place. I am. We'd drive an hour. And then you drive an hour back and it's just wasting your time. There are lots of good places you can shoot close to home, I am sure, with most people. A location 45 minutes away takes an hour and a half of your time traveling there and back. One 15 minutes away only takes 30 minutes of your time. So go with the one that's really close if you can. Save yourself some time. Time saved is extra money. Now, obviously, there's going to be a location where everyone wants to get the portrait taken up the side of a you know, a certain park or up a mountain or whatever it is in your area. So in that situation, you really don't have a choice. You know, if someone wants to get a picture taken on some lookout point, you've got to go up there. I'm just pointing out that you can save time if you can convince them to go closer at home. So when you're scouting out locations for your shoots, go for the ones close. Don't get extravagant and commit yourself to an extra hours or two hours work of just driving. Next on the list is constantly work on your technique. There's always room to improve your quality. It doesn't matter what you shoot, always try different styles, lighting your portraits differently or trying different poses. 
You want to aim to be the best in your marketplace. Don't just be pleased that you can do, you know, two or three little tricks with your camera and leave it at that. You want an awful lot more. You want to be the best you can possibly be. If you can improve your quality, it'll shine through and you can charge a lot more. Becoming an authority on a type of photography, whether it doesn't matter what it is, allows you to start offering workshops and teach other photographers your techniques. An example of this are the landscape photographers on YouTube. There are so many of them, but there are not that many of them that realize what they are selling. They make money from ads that are put on their videos by YouTube, but they can make a lot more money offering workshops to other photographers around the world. Now, you see some of them, they offer their prints and that kind of thing, but I don't see the print sales being very big because they are being watched by other photographers. So their videos really are just like lifestyle videos and other photographers are watching because they want to be like that. They want to do that. And if you can offer them a workshop to show them how you do it, they pay thousands of dollars and they go to some of the most beautiful places in the world. Anyway, I'm not saying you have to start a YouTube channel, but consider offering local photographers some help. There are lots of guys out there. Not They might not even want to be in business, but you offer what you do to other photographers, they're going to pay decent money to come and listen to you. Oh, even do a workshop where you're showing them and talking them through what you do. Now, the other side of this is if you do work with other photographers and make sure that it's shown on your website, any potential customer that sees that you teach other photographers, they're just going to place you head and shoulders above the competition. You're the one who teaches all the rest of them. So bookings will follow. You'll get a lot more bookings if you are the go-to guy in town. Okay, next one. Be unique. Offer something totally unique and become known for it. Until this week, my example of a unique photography niche would have been a million miles away from this one. Last week's episode was Find Your Niche. I posted that on Saturday and on the Monday, Morgan Fielder asked a question in the Facebook group and her niche is, and this is the words that she used, women's adventure travel photography in Europe with dramatic flying dresses. Now look up flying dresses and you'll know exactly what it is straight away. And I'd never heard of this. Her goal, Morgan's goal is to go on comfortable mini expeditions with women hiking in the Alps or Mediterranean coasts, and she's going to document them in their boots and dresses. Now, if that isn't unique, I don't know what is. Check out the Facebook group and see the photo that Morgan posted. It's up in the Alps, I'm guessing. There's a lake, there's mountains, and there's four girls there in long, flowing, flying dresses. The wind's hitting them and they're billowing all over the place. Now, you don't have to do anything quite as dramatic as that, but try to offer something that's different, specializing in black and white portraits or beach weddings. I listened to an interview a few years ago with a photographer that did underwater portrait sessions in swimming pools, and he was making a killing. He was, you know, two, three hundred thousand a year in California. And it's crazy. How did you come up with that idea to take portraits of people in swimming pools? Anyway, you need something just to get an edge. If you shoot weddings, think about what you offer. Do you offer packages or individual products? If all the wedding photographers in your area offer packages, then go with individual products. You could offer one base package and then everything else is individual products. 
By doing this, you are standing out from the crowd. And more importantly, you're not restricting how much the customer can spend. Packages restrict how much people can spend. If your package is $2,000, that's how much they spend. But if your base package is a thousand and then they can pick different pictures, you're probably going to make up around three or four thousand from it. Okay, next one. Offer products with a higher perceived value. Now, by this, I mean avoid putting small prints on your price list. Put the focus on large prints, frame prints, canvases, acrylics and metal prints. The bigger the product, the bigger the profit. Now, in the pricing episode, which was a long, long time ago, I mentioned that when you're starting out, times the cost of the product by three or four. Times it by three, say. If the print's going to cost you $250, you price it out at $750. If you do the same with an 8x10 print, it's going to cost you five bucks to get it printed, even less probably, but you're only going to make $10 profit by charging 15 So don't offer small things. Offer large things. If there's any small prints, they need to be going on little knickknacks that go in a frame on a desk, but put them in a package of, say, five of them. Don't allow them just to pick out one of those, one of those. They need to be a higher perceived value and you'll make more profit. Okay, last but not least is a very simple one. Raise your prices. The simplest way to make money is to raise your prices. And the chances are that you are undercharging anyway and you need to charge more is pretty high, I would say. You probably need to put your prices up. Adding just 10% can make a huge difference at the end of the year. If you average, say, $1,000 a month and then you put your price up 10%, at the end of the year, you're going to make an extra $1,200, $1,200. And that is just by putting 10% on. It's not going to scare anyone away. If something's 50 bucks, it's going to be 55 It's the simplest way to do it. Download that pricing spreadsheet from the website. Find out what your break-even point is. If you don't know how much you need to earn, how can you put a price list together? It's total guesswork. So reduce how much time you need to spend on the shooting and the editing of images. Constantly work on your quality to get it up there and improve. Be unique. Offer products with a higher perceived value and raise your prices. If you just pick off one thing at a time or keep your quality going up and just just pick at all these things, little here, little there, you're going to make a lot more profit. Okay, I hope you found that helpful. Uh, That's it for this episode. I'll be back next week with more Waffle. Have a great week. Bye for now. Bye for now.